to suck my kiss. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Suck My Kiss on 100.3. The X rocks the morning after with Nick and Big J. 8.45 and tomorrow night is when the Idaho Stampede are going to be opening up their regular season defense of the D-League Championship. And uh, we want you to go out there and check out the Anaheim Arsenal, and especially the Idaho Stampede, uh, guys that stopped by the show several times during the course of last year's yeah, Randy. championship run. And uh, we're looking to repeat this year, and we have a uh, newest member of the Stampede in the studio with us this morning, Kobe Carl from BSU. Good morning, dude. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. How are you? Uh, doing well. Welcome home's in order, I imagine, huh? Yeah, it's uh, somewhat of a home for me. Yeah, I have, I've been around with my dad probably about twelve different cities, but this is a uh, kind of home. Beautiful, man. Well, uh, you know, we're happy as hell to have you. We were doing, we were telling you, we were doing Kobe Carl updates when you were with the Lakers last year. If you got into a game, we let uh, the stat line fly and uh, let everybody know how you're doing because we love to see a, a BSU guy make some good in the NBA. And then you got some rough news. Uh, being cut by the Lakers, but then uh, where were you when you found out that you were picked up or at least assigned to the the Stampede for the D-League this year? Uh, I actually talked with Coach Gates. Uh, I I had his number from um, just being knowing him from Boise State, and uh, he's been around with the Seattle Sonics a little bit, so I've known him for about three or four years, and he uh, texted me and gave me a call and had some of the guys, Jason Ellis, that I played with give me a call. Uh, so it took about a week. Me and my agent and my family went over to different situations that we liked, and um, we found that Idaho was probably going to be the best spot for me right now. Cool. And you had a—is uh, it one of those things where you had the choice where you could go with, with uh, different teams, D League wise too? It, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty complicated. Either I could go into a draft pool and get drafted by anyone, or I can be allocated, which I was allocated because I signed earlier before the draft. Or you can wait and then you're thrown into a different <laughs> pool, and Jeez. then any other team can pick you up. So uh, it was either Boise or. A random selection, so I decided to go with the the sure thing. And, Smart, uh, you know. I'm familiar with Boise, like the town, like the people. Well, you played some uh, some damn fine college ball here. Yeah, yeah, we had some good years here. Uh, you know, I, I, I redshirted, so I spent five years here, and it's uh, probably the second longest place I've ever lived in my life. Uh, I lived in Seattle for seven years, but Boise's been good to me and my whole family. Actually, I got a lot of relatives out here. My mom grew up here, and uh, we had a good Thanksgiving yesterday. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Well, yeah, obviously your father is George Carl, head coach of the Denver Nuggets, who the Lakers played in the playoffs last year. You got some time against it. Was it weird facing your dad in a professional game for the first time? You weren't in that long. That was a historical thing, too, in the game. That's the first time that's happened. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have a bigger role in the game. But, uh, no, it was was a little uh, surreal after we beat him. Yeah. You know, when when we first started, the the season is so long, 82 games, and you, it just flies by. You, you kind of don't even realize who you're playing on any given night. And um, it didn't really hit me until we started about like halfway through the first game. And I was I was in street clothes, but I looked over and, you know, I, my dad was on the other bench. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it was unfortunate for them. We had a pretty good team last year, obviously, and um, they got swept. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't much of a contest there in the, uh, the opening round. You know, growing up with your dad and you being a basketball player, did you? Is there a lot of pressure involved in that kind of stuff, or is it? Is there a little bit more played into it? I mean, did you feel like, okay, my dad's George Carl, I have to do at least something involving basketball, or did he kind of let you be your own man? No, uh, that that really wasn't how it was for me. Um, I kind of fell into it. I was around basketball. I went to my dad's practices a lot, and uh, I didn't really start playing organized, which might be surprising, but is a little early for most people. Is I think probably around fourth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's not extremely early, but I've been around it so much, and I grew to love it, and I knew the players. I knew 
as a ball boy for a lot of my dad's different teams. So it was exciting for me just to um, learn and be around, you know, Sean Kemp and Gary Payton when I was yeah. younger. Those guys are awesome to watch. And then, um, you know, to be able to do some of the things that they did is, is even more fun. Being 6'5 helps too, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thankfully. You, you know, uh, spending time uh, trying to establish yourself as a pro athlete uh, can, can never be easy. keeps you really busy, I would imagine, especially when, you, when you're when you playing with a team like the L.A. Lakers. Um, and I noticed that, uh, you know, you had been only the second player to play in an NBA game and a D-League game. What kind of craziness is that? Yeah, it's actually not as bad as you think. Uh, it was it was a lot more fun than I had most of the year because most of the year I was sitting behind the bench just watching the guys. And uh, that game, you know, they sent me down to the D League, so I've been down probably for two weeks. And they said we're gonna we're gonna bring you up after the game. So in LA, you play before the game. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a JV thing. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the you got the JV out there, and then and then you know the Lakers come on after. And so I played, and I think we won that game. I played pretty well. Um, took a shower, suited up, and went back and warmed up uh, with the Lakers. And then, uh, you know, fortunately we were able to blow that team out, and I got some playing time and actually played one of my better games. That's then, awesome, yeah. man. And you were you were up and down a couple of times last year, and, you know, we always kept an eye on your stats, even with the D-League when you were with the Defenders. And uh, you you always seem to have a really good games in the D-League. You're, you're up there around the 17-point range. You're just, uh, you know, you're scoring baskets left and right. And then you get up to the Lakers, and you're there, but you're not getting a lot of playing time. Is that frustrating for you, or is it still, you know, you're there, you get to practice with the guys that do this every day, the Kobe's, you know, the uh, the, the Bynum's, and you're able to at least uh, better your game a little bit? You know, it, it's a tough experience for a guy that's played basketball my whole life. I, you know, it, um, you know, Luke Walton's going through the same thing. I, I've become pretty good friends with him. And, yeah. You know, he's he's making a lot of money uh, to sit on the bench. He's, he's, he's playing pretty much what I played last year. So, uh, you know, we've played our whole life every day, competed, and that's what you miss, I think, most is the competition. So I got a lot of that from the defenders and playing in the D-League, which was very helpful for me to kind of get that uh, that edge back. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's tough. But like you said, I, I got to go up against Kobe. I got to go play with Derek Fisher in practice. And those guys made it really easy because they, they uh, they're actually pretty normal people and good guys. And Phil Jackson probably doesn't hurt either. Yeah, learning no, a little bit from the Zen master. Yeah, Phil's Phil's uh, probably one of the most sarcastic coaches I've ever been around. Really? Yeah, he has a great sense of humor, um, great demeanor, but uh, he's a lot of fun to be around. <laughs> cool, man. Well, obviously you're you're with the, the Stampede this year. They won the D League championship last year. Uh, is it awkward coming into a situation where there are so many pieces from the puzzle from last year still here, uh, ready to defend the championship, and everybody's got a ring, and the ring ceremony's tomorrow night, and you're just going to kind of be standing around there with your hands behind your back. But, I mean, are we are we in store for another good season this year, you think? Uh, like you said, I think we have, you know, all the right pieces right now, and uh, we lost a huge one in Randy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thankfully he's, he's our coaching staff, and uh, he's going to be able to help us. Um, but, you know, we got Jason Ellis back, Brent Petway, um, a lot of those guys that contributed on a, you know every night last year. It's very rare in the NBA to be there for a whole year anyways and even to come back to the same team. Um, but it's going to be tough tomorrow watching the ring ceremony. <laughs> I think we're uh, about three points away from beating them. So, yeah, yeah. So in the playoffs. <laughs> so that uh, that's going to be even harder. Well, we got two things going for you guys. Uh, Kobe Carl is on the team. That's a good thing. Yep. And then morning after Mojo. That's right. Because uh, during then that's probably why you guys lost. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but uh, we had Randy in here, and then then they came out and won the first game, and and then we kept having him on 
and he would keep winning. The team would keep winning. It was Sorry a, about that. It was one of those things where whoever comes on our show, either the next game they play or the next series they do, they do really, really well. And uh, that's we, we call it the morning after Mojo. It's been uh, undefeated so far. So you've got good luck going into tomorrow night's game, Kobe, just so you know. As a matter of fact, we also got another cool little uh, prize that we're giving away, uh, courtesy of the people over the, the Idaho Stampede. They have that uh, human tunnel. That high fives the players as they come out of the stampede. If you got some kids that want to be part of the kids human can't tunnel, high five professional basketball. Oh players. yeah, they can. You better believe can? it. Oh totally. Or at it's least low contract. five it. See, low it's five? in the contract. Yeah. Kobe knows it's what we're talking about. It's in the contract. Yeah, you want a f- family four pack of tickets? You got some kids that want to be part of the human tunnel tomorrow night? Uh, give us a call two eight seven one hundred point three. We'll give them the caller X, and you can go check out the Anaheim Arsenal and the Idaho Stampede. And uh, Kobe out there, you're gonna be in the starting lineup. I better believe it, huh? Uh, I hope so. Damn well better. I'm going to crack some heads if you're not. (laughs) We'll be talking to Coach Gates, and we'll make sure you're in the starting lineup tomorrow night. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate it. We'll be talking to you throughout the course of the season, too, I'm sure. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's 100.3 The X Rocks. Looking for a good used car.